Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. Next up, we have R&B superstar, Amarion. He's a dancer, actor, and executive producer of the Millennium Tour, a multi-city concert where he's not only putting B2K back together, but he's also bringing Bow Wow, Ashanti, Soldier Boy, and more. I talked to him about being a leader of a boy band, having ambition at an early age, and the importance of loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Up next, Omarion. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Download the podcast, leave a five-star rate, tell a friend to tell a friend. Where's your phone? Text someone, email someone, tell them about this week's theme, because this week's theme is day ones. You know who your day ones are. The people who saw the vision before you even saw it for yourself. The ones that came with you before your success and never left. There's something that I and a lot of people have grappled with. And that's straddling the line between not forgetting your people and feeling responsible for them. I always say, People come into your life for four reasons, to add, subtract, multiply, or divide. Think wisely. And when I was put in those positions, still am, here's what I say. That it's very important to elevate the people who have always elevated you. Let them in the door. Teach them what you know. Pour into them as much as they poured into you. Put them in positions where they can help themselves. Jay-Z, shout to my rock fan, once said, we measure success by how many people are successful next to you. Over here, you broke, if everybody broke except for you. Digest that. Make sure you give credit and empower those who made an impact in your life. My next guest knows all about that. Omarion is not only an RB singer, but he's a dancer, an actor, an executive producer of the Millennium Tour, a multi-city concert where he's not only putting B2K back together, but he's also bringing Bow Wow Ashanti, Soldier Boy, and more. Talk about bringing everybody with you. That's what I'm talking about. That's nearly everybody that was hot in the 2000s. I talked to Omarion about being the leader of a boy band, have an ambition at an early age and the importance of loyalty. Up next, Omarion. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between my next guest is family a multi-hyphenate omarion is a dancer singer actor producer and the mastermind of the sold out millennium 
2021 tour. That's right. My guy's getting the band back together. And you've seen him glow up in movies like You Got Served, by the way, which is a classic. And you can find him coming to a city near you. Welcome to the show, family. Omarion. Hey, thank you so much for uh, the salutations and great introduction, man. And family, that's exactly how I would describe it, man. It's great to see you. How you doing? No question. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're on tour doing your thing, but I wanted to bring the audience, you know, up to speed about your history. What was it like growing up for you in California? And when did you realize you were talented? Well, I really have to uh, salute, uh, you know, uh, the matriarch of my family, my Nana, you know, for always, you know, having us around cultural events and cultural uh, things, you know, um, at a young age, I was able to have the freedom to really explore, you know, um, my innate gifts, which, you know, came through creative arts and um, sports, you know what I'm saying, sports and entertainment, you know what I mean? Um, so growing up in LA is a special place, you know, um, my mom was a hairstylist, so I got to be around, you know, early on uh, watching her do her thing. She used to work at a shop called Millennium. And if, uh, you know, anybody knows about the, you know, the 90s and how, you know, great things were, Millennium was one of those shops that, you know, a lot of uh, people that were doing hair in the entertainment business worked at, you know what I'm saying? So I got to be around. Uh, shout out to Kurt Franklin because he just did the Omarion challenge. But I remember early on as a kid being around God's property and, you know, watching the business and watching my mom. So, yeah, growing up in L.A., it was just like, you know, it was just entertainment. You know what I'm saying? It was always things going on. And I was definitely amongst a lot of legends, you know, early on. So that's how I was and growing you, up in L.A. And you mentioned your nana, your grandmother. Tell us about that special relationship. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, my Nana is the first person at the time, you know, my mom was young when she had me. She was 16 years old. And um, at the time, you know, uh, a lot of people didn't think that that was appropriate. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, my Nana, you know, being who she is, she said, we don't kill our babies. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So that that set precedence for me right there. And, wow. you know, she actually was a doula at that time when I was because uh, I came on November 12th, you know, which was. Uh, the day before was my baby shower. So I got all my gifts and I said, I'm on my way now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so my Nana was the first person to touch me. So we have a very, very close relationship. You know, she's a very special person to me. And she, you know, she's a, a, a cancer survivor. You know what I mean? Currently mm. still, you know, fighting this. So, you know, yes. uh, young, you know, she raised me. She raised me right. And, and I'm so grateful to have had the experience of having, you know, a Nana, you know, uh, a matriarch, you know, to raise me up. You know what I'm saying? So special I'm relationship. Glad, I'm glad you brought it full circle because I do this a lot with shows and content. Things that remind you of your childhood. And I noticed... I you said your mom's shop was Millennium, and that's the name of this tour. Let's go. Right. Let's see what's going on. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So, so, yes. so, like, can, yes. can you talk about like reminding yourself of your childhood things that were fun to you, inspiring to you, and now being able to implement them? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I really have to, you know, give the biggest credit to my mom because she really gave me the freedom, you know, and the and the the latitude to express myself, you know, like, you know, want to put my hair in braids, and, you know, now genuine assistance, mm. like, like a certain type of way, you know, all of my influence, my mom really, uh, you know, she really allowed me to be free and express myself, man. So, you know, I'm so grateful to, you know, have you know, a young mother, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, for some people it might be tough, you know, but it never really seemed like that to me, you know what I mean? It just was like, express yourself. And I'm, I'm really happy and I, I gotta salute my mom, you know, um, for uh, giving me that uh, space to explore and discover. Absolutely. And I wanna salute your support group as well because being a child star is tough. I yeah. got a chance to experience it in my own way as a member of the Fab Five playing basketball as wow. like a 17-year-old kid in the world knows who I am. So right. what was it like for you navigating those waters? I mean, like you was the lead singer in the early 2000s, like B2J. Right. Like y'all was successful. A, a, a yeah. boy band, like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. But y'all right. was catering the black bands. right. Right. So how did y'all come together and what was it like at the height of you guys fame? I think at the height of our fame, it was it was so much fun. You know, what I mean, um, but in hindsight, it was like really, you know, it was it was a professional environment it was work. You know, what I'm saying like a lot of the liberties that you have as a kid, you know, like the freedom of, you know, going to the park or you know, doing a lot of the early things that I uh, got to do, which was kind of discover and explore. You know what I mean? It wasn't, you know, it wasn't no scooters on our street. You know what I'm saying? Like we walked, right. we walked everywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. like, we went on, right. we went on actual adventures. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, just to see, you know, how I was really being groomed, you know, for my purpose, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a crazy thing. I think that, you know, you definitely have to have the foundation in order to survive, you know, in this business, you know, um, the earlier days, you know, were really just, you know, in B2K, it was, it was about work. It was real work. You know what I'm saying? It was real work. You know, it was, it was hours and hours of rehearsal. You know, it was, uh, the performance is not being good enough. You know what I mean? So an aspect of it was fun, but an aspect of it was really professional. You know, and a, like you said, being a young man in a in, in an adult world, you know, uh, really gathering your footing, you know what I'm saying? But um, looking at it now, you know, I mean, it was it was it was it was amazing experience, you know, and it's really prepared me to be in the position that I'm in today, you know, to be able to uh, bring back those reminiscent things and that nostalgia, you know, that a lot of uh, the class of artists you know, only that a massive career over 20 years are able to do, you know, bring back that same feeling, that remembrance. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's what's so cool about my experience. It, you know, whatever peaks and valleys, whatever mm -hmm. highs and lows, yeah. you know, it, it all is a part of a grander story that is still unfolding. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, yes. yeah. Well, I, I've always appreciated how you handled yourself with maturity and discipline because it's tough yeah. when the entire world is in your business personally and professionally as a young man and as right. somebody that's extremely talented and then all of a sudden your group breaks up 
Right. Did you have doubts about what was next for you and your career? Yeah, you know, it happened so crazy, you know, um, you know, just the breakup and just what, you know, all of the challenges, you know, just as far as even, you know, the uh, education that was happening as, as far as, you know, um, financial literacy and mm -hmm. knowing what to do with your money, you know, it was a lot mm -hmm. of lessons Good happening point. at once, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it was like, yeah. you know, it took a lot to process, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, you know, there was definitely a lot of learning moments on my journey, you know what I'm saying? I don't know that I've been a person that um, has, you know, allow the voice of doubt to really consume me, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, the way that the group broke up, it was really, really interesting. I, I would say that we were kind of like separated, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, bringing, you know, back the 2019 first Millennium Tour kickoff, you know, I got to relive a lot of those moments to see why things were kind of the way that they were, you know, I, I, I remembered, you know, that a lot of uh, a lot of people were upset, you know, the way that we broke up, you know, and that kind of um, um, that energy was still kind of permeating, you know, on me, you know, because right. it was it was perceived that it had to solely do with me because, you know, a lot of the time the lead singers are just looked at as the purpose. I mean, as the person that's like, you know, David Ruffin, you know, what I mean, right. we're not all Bobby we're not Brown. All, yeah, you know, we not always represented, you know, the right way because, you know, we're the leader, you know, which I don't know, in some people's perspective, that may mean the person that's the most in control, you know what I mean? But, you know, the leader is a role just like any other role, you know what I'm saying? If you're not a good leader, you know what I mean? Things is not going to go right, you know Correct. what I'm saying? So, Correct. so the, whole, the whole point is to always have the responsibility and everybody playing that role, you know what I mean? But for whatever reason, you know, the business was getting funny and we separated and a lot of, you know, the things that transpired was for so many years ago, you know, that, you know, I've definitely matured from, you know what I mean? But there was just, just a lack of communication, lack of knowledge, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, it, it made for a beautiful thing in the future for the 2019 millennium tour. But yeah, those were, those were peaks and valleys in my career that I definitely be like, yeah, that wasn't a good time because I had to find my footing. You know what I mean? Right. I had to figure out, you know, what was next, like what made sense, you know, the boys is going on the radio and they like, you know, they talking bad about me. They about to replace me with another singer. And mm. it's like, man, what's that about? You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, well, you know what? I need to get back in the studio, you know? So I really just, uh, instead of reacted to, 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 to things, you know, I responded, I responded with, you know, intention and, um, you know, to answer your question, that's really what just happened. What happens in, you know, all great things, miscommunication, you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad you brought up David Ruffin, one of my favorite, I'm gonna walk away from love. <laughs> and then the same thing you mentioned happened with Bobby Brown. Right. And like he did with my prerogative, you went on with hits like Touch and right. Poster B. And I right. mentioned acting in You Got Served. And so right. you'll appreciate this week's theme. I called it Challenge Accepted uh -huh. because every time you've encountered one, you found a way to overcome it. Right. You've continued to show that leadership 
perseverance and resiliency because I know it's one thing to fall out with your brothers and your group and to be talented and to make bread together. It's another right. thing to be able to make up. Yeah. Go on tour, mature, mature and show us brothers in particular that we can agree to disagree, but right. then again, be on the same accord. So what is exactly. it like now for you to be back on tour with your brothers? Well, you know, this tour is different from the 2019 tour. You know, this tour is, um, you know, I would say, you know, the the millennium era nostalgic on, you know, on, on 2K, you know what I'm saying? On 4K, let's say 4K, <laughs> you know, because everyone is really bringing a, a great show, Ashanti, you know, Yin mm. Yang Twins. I mean, these are people that have amassed, you know, careers over, you know, 20 plus years, everyone, Lloyd, Sammy, mm. you know, mm. we all started, we all started, we all started around the same age, you know what I'm saying? We've right. been performing with each other, you know, um, for, for long, you know what I mean? So it's, mm. it's beautiful to be able to come together, you know what I mean? But that 2019 uh, experience, it was, it was such a great remembrance. It really, um, you know, um, provided a lot of clarity for me as far as why things are the way that they are. And a lot of the time, you know, um, it doesn't even have anything to personally do with us. You know, it has to do with what's going on in, you know, their lives. And, you know, that's how I would really view 2019. 2019 taught me, you know, um, that you have to just appreciate where people are, you know, and, you know, um, you have to continue to, you know, persevere and move through your experience and create new things and, you know, transform yourself. Um, that's what life has shown me throughout all my experiences. You can't stay in one place for too long. You know, you have to continue to transform your mind, your energy, your intentions. That's what the 2019 tour, but this 20, this 2021 though, you know what I mean? Uh, Bow Wow also being a brother of mine. Mm, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, um, man, we just been, we just been having a ball, man. And it's so cool to be able to, you know, bring this memory back full circle, you know, um, because Bow Wow really uh, gave B2K, you know, um, myself, you know, our first opportunity to really see the power of tour, you know, a touring business, you know, things are so different now. Things are so digital, you know what I mean? Right. But this, the, the power of going to see your, your favorite performer is still, I mean, it, it's really anted up since the pandemic, you know what I mean? So it's like people want to see their favorite artists live. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I remember that first screen tour we went on and nobody knew who B2K was. And, you know, show after show, it was like, oh, one girl, she had a poster. And then it was like by the, by the fifth show, it was like, oh, wait a minute. People are starting to find out who, who we are, you know? And then wow. by the end of the show, we was going on second to last to Bow Wow, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And in that next show, we co-headlined with him. So mm. I really, I really uh, have um, a passion and, and, and a, um, a very uh, good feeling towards, you know, putting on live shows and, you know, and that's why, you know, I definitely, you know, um, want to keep this touring business going with, you know, being a co-founder of the Millennium Tour. So, you know, uh, that's one of the other perks, you know, that myself and Val talk about, you know, as far as our experiences now, we have earned, you know, the position, you know, and mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, we have knowledge of the business. We have experience now for us to, you know, um, be owners and actually, yeah. 
you know, um, contribute, not just in a, you know, uh, artistic way, but, you know, in business as well. So it uh, feels good, you know what I mean, to be able to be in this position because we've earned it. So, Young legends and <laughs> entrepreneurs. And like yeah. we have to learn about money and relationships yeah. and how they change the people around you. And that's tough to navigate when you're really young. And Facts. one of the people that I know you lean on it, I lean on, and I have to give him a shout out before I get to our Garner City. Sizzle! Sean Porter, <laughs> 215. Yes, Just sir. Give a shout to the guy who I'm always borrowing his glasses for shoots, <laughs> and I'm begging him to come cut my hair in ungodly hours. Yo, I definitely want to send a big shout out, big love to Shiz. Um, we, we've had a relationship for many years, which is funny because he actually shares a birthday right a day after mine. So I'm November 12th, oh, he's November 13th. So we're very similar in personality right. and how we see things and, you know, just, uh, uh just a good so, brother, man. Just want you to know, Shiz, we love you, man. Yes, okay. Indeed. We love, love you, man. Love you, OG. <laughs> Philly, stand up. And before yes, I let you get out of here, because I know you got thousands and thousands of screaming young ladies waiting for you. Must be so tough. <laughs> Congratulations. You earned it. I want to do this rapid fire segment called Gone in 60 Seconds. You ready to do this, Omaria? Let's go. Let's go. All right. Name one rapper you would love to work with in the future. Jay-Z. Besides B2K. Who is your favorite boy band? Um, let me think about that. I got a few, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that um, Drew Hill was one of them. Oh, um, nice. You know what I mean? Definitely uh, Destiny Child, TLC. Um, who else? Uh, the Whispers. Mm-hmm. You feel me? When this tour is over, what city or country are you hitting up for vacation? I really enjoyed my uh, last, well, last and first vacation because, you know, being a, a child prodigy, you work all your whole life. I actually just in 2019 had planned my first uh, vacation. <laughs> usually, usually we performing somewhere and then right. it's like, all right, we'll take a couple of days. You know what I mean? Right. I'm used to working so much, but right. I went to Jamaica. And um, mm. yeah, I went to this uh, private resort called Oja, and it was like so amazing. So I'll probably head back to Jamaica. Um, and I definitely want to go to the Maldives. So in between those two, you see the vibe. You yes. see the vibe. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Jamaica's good. Jamaica's very good. And since you yes, talk about being a child prodigy, if you had to name a member of B2K that needs a chaperone, who would it be? Needs a chaperone? Yes. Uh, probably Raz B. Raz B would probably need a chaperone. Shout to Raz B. No Shout doubt. to Raz B. And lastly, <laughs> but certainly not least, what projects can Amarion fans look forward to in the near future? Um, well, I'm definitely working on my, uh, my book. It's titled uh, Full Circle Lessons and Takeaway on How to Live an Unbothered Life with Harper One. So I'm really excited. That's going to be drop, dropping in 2022. That's my cool. book, um, a lo- also along with my album, Full Circle, mm-hmm. um, which is, oh, you know that, you know, life mm-hmm. is full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
those two projects and you know we working on some tv i mean just expect the unexpected um i can't tell them about the with a little help from my friends can i okay yeah, you can drop yeah. a hint yeah you might as well uh, yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah I, I did a very iconic rendition um to a beatles song with a little Ooh. help from my friends Ooh. yeah i did a rendition Who are your um, friends with, yeah, y'all could be expecting that. Just just expect the unexpected. But, you know, we're going to continue to flourish creatively. We're going to continue to do, you know, um, what what uh, a lot of people don't want to do. And that is, you know, we're going to push the creative line. Yeah. You know, we're going uh, we to be conscious. You know, um, we're going to learn new things. And uh, we're going to just continue to be creative and explore. Absolutely, my brother. As I mentioned at the beginning, you're a multi-hyphenate. I appreciate the Thank love. You. Thank you for Thank taking you, the time. I'm going to also write a column about this as well as send you a framed copy of it because Let's I appreciate go. you taking your time. Thanks a lot, family. Man, thank you, man. And it's great to see you again, man. Yes, indeed. Many wishes and blessings. All Many love. blessings. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Last call. Last call. I'd like to thank the homie and Marion for stopping by the podcast. And shout out to Shares 215, Philly Stand Up. Go check out the Millennium Tour in a city near you. In keeping with the theme of brotherhood that has run throughout this episode, I want to take a second to talk about the tragic events at Astroworld in Houston, Texas. Our jobs as humans is not only to look after our day ones and our brothers, but also your fellow man. When you see somebody, regardless of whether you know them or not, in distress, consider jumping in to help. There's no reason why people should have been trampled to death. Young people lost their lives at an event that was supposed to be fun because too many people were only thinking about themselves. As a society, we need to do better and have a more communal mindset We're all in this thing called life together. Let's do better for one another. Like most deaf said, I ain't no perfect man. I'm trying to do the best that I can with what it is I have. I'm the Renaissance man. See you next week.